Knowing your own blind spots is an important aspect of being an effective parent. I've been watching my own family, as well as thousands of others, for the past four decades, and I think I have identified some parenting missteps that might be helpful for you to recognize as you try and give your children the best childhood possible. Take a few minutes and listen to this installment of Portable Practical Pediatrics to find out what I have noticed. Welcome to Portable Practical Pediatrics, a podcast for parents and families, a place dedicated to children and their well-being. And now, direct from Studio 1E in Charlotte, North Carolina, here's your host, Dr. Paul Smolin. Before we get to the parenting missteps, I want to tell you about three observations that I've made about parents and children over the years that I think serve as the basis of these parenting missteps. Observation number one, parents and children believe what they want to believe. This is just human nature. For instance, it's hard for most parents not to think that their children are uniquely and exceptionally talented because they want to believe this. Whether it's sports or academics or musical talent, it's exciting to watch your children grow in their abilities. Of course, all children are special. But super exceptional or world-class talented? Mm, Probably not, compared to the larger stage of all children. Well, this is hard for parents to accept because they don't want to believe this. Conversely, children, when they're very young, think that their parents know everything, that they possess godlike wisdom until they become teenagers. And then most children think their parents know absolutely nothing. Obviously, all of these thoughts are biased, whether it be parents thinking that their children are the most talented children on earth, or a young child thinking that their parents know absolutely everything, or a teenager's refusal to believe that their parents have any wisdom at all. All are distortions of reality altered by preconceived beliefs. Observation number two, the worldview of both parents and children, the lens with which they look at the world through is determined by their experiences. This is a very similar principle to number one, but a little different. Both of these principles involve a distortion of reality, but this one is based on our prior experiences instead of projected feelings. As parents and children, we observe the world through the lens of our life experiences. For instance, one thing I've noticed is that parents who have had poor relationships with their own parents when they were young may find it difficult to set limits for their own children, making their effective parenting all the more contentious. Similarly, a child who has a poor self-esteem that is caused by early childhood trauma may start acting out believing that they deserve the negative consequences that have started raining down on them from such behavior. You can see both parents and children in these situations can't shake their past. Today's reality is an extension of their pasts. And finally, observation number three. It's easy for all of us to dislike people that we don't know. Well, this observation is rather straightforward, but very, very true. 
In a world full of overt conflict and strife, this one is particularly important to keep in mind during your parenting journey. Familiarity breeds acceptance, and unfamiliarity generates distrust and prejudice. The antidote to stereotypes and prejudices is exposure. I believe that it is vital to expose you and your children to the most diverse range of people, cultures, and ethnicities possible. Your children will follow your lead and become more accepting of others and comfortable with a wide range of people. Heaven knows we need more of that in today's world. Traveling with your children and experiencing other cultures can be invaluable in this regard, but if that's too difficult, just opening yourself up to people in your own community will do just fine. So how does all this translate into some practical advice for your family? And what were those missteps you were talking about in the title of this podcast? Well, let's start with observation number one and see how that translates into a misstep. Remember, it was, we all believe what we want to believe. Well, for the parent who spends all their energy trying to groom the next NFL superstar because they believe that their child has those kind of talents, realize that this is probably not going to happen. And instead, make sure that your child gets the positives from sports participation without layering these unrealistic expectations on top of their fun. And when it comes to your teen who is convinced that you're an idiot and just fell off the back of a cabbage truck, some storytelling about your childhood, when you felt the same way about your parents, may go a long way to giving them some insight and understanding into their own thought process. And listening and trying to understand your teen's feelings, that may also be helpful as well. On to observation number two, which is... Everyone's view of the world is determined by our previous experiences. Well, how does this turn into a misstep, you're you're wondering? Well, by parents letting the outside world have too much influence on their kids. This is where Hollywood, advertisers, and especially social media can have a profound effect on a child's perception of reality, often in a very negative way. Imagine that your child was being bullied, belittled, excluded or demeaned with no one around to stop this this behavior. This would be devastating for them. Well, if your child has a smartphone or a computer, this may be happening to them right now. Additionally, imagine that your child is sensitive to images they see in movies and fashion magazines, places that transmit the idea of beauty uh, that are only possessed by a very limited number of body types, genders, and ethnicities. In this world, everyone else is not worth anything. Talk about warping your child's worldview and causing observational bias. So much of their own sense of self-worth is being shaped by outside forces from body image to self-esteem. Our culture tells children who is beautiful, who are smart, who should be popular, and which individuals are worthy. Think about your child being convinced that they should just accept the fact that they don't measure up due to qualities over which they have little control. In today's world, it's very easy for a child to find themselves with a very negative sense of themselves. 
but you can fight all this negativity. In fact, a parent's most powerful tool to repel this type of negative thinking is limiting their exposure to it. Talking about the child's feelings, listening to them, emotionally connecting, and asking if they can be of help. And of course, you are the person best equipped to interpret all these experiences for your child. So here's a Doxmo Pearl. An adult perspective can go a long way at righting the ship of misperception and despair. And finally, observation number three. It's easy to dislike those that you don't know. Well, I think it's pretty obvious how this could lead to a parenting misstep. This observation is straightforward, but extremely important to keep in mind when your children are still under your care, whether it comes from a comment at the dinner table about a neighbor or a discussion about politics or current events. A parent's attitude is likely to shape your child's and your children's image of those that are different. I recommend you try and be sensitive to this fact and not only avoid speaking poorly of anyone, but go out of your way to provide diversity of friends and experiences for your children. Leading by example can also be a powerful tool in this regard. This is so important since, as we've all seen, sowing the seeds of distrust and even hate are very easy to do with young children and can carry with them for the rest of their lives. So, how do you and your children cope with your own unrealistic expectations of one another? Deal with your own acquired distortions of yourselves and others and reconcile your own natural skepticism of people who are different. By recognizing these tendencies and taking action when necessary. Well, here's where a Doxmo Pearl might be of help, and that pearl is the following. Honest and open communication is a family's most powerful course-correcting tool in their toolbox. Make sure to use it often. Well, that's it for this podcast. If you enjoy the information and perspectives you get on Portable Practical Pediatrics, please take a moment to rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This will help others find our content. This is Dr. Paul Smolin, broadcasting from Studio 1E, you know, my first child's bedroom on the east side of the house, hoping you have a strong hankering for good parenting. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor. Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music. Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry. And Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocket Man Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com podcast is informational only. 
Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider. 